What happens when you spend 80 days focused on love, connection, and purpose? Well, I'm about to find out. This is Donna Skogland, and you are listening to The Pleasure Project Podcast, episode 126. Today is day one of my brand new project. And in the last episode, I shared that I am creating a new project alongside all of my Pleasure Project program students. And my project is all around Dharma and love. Dharma is a Sanskrit word that most commonly is translated as purpose. And part of the project is answering the question, what is the one thing that would change everything? And so I really thought about that for myself at this phase in my life and you know what I want to focus on and what I really want to change in the next 80 days. And one of the things that I have continuously struggled with is being overly attached to the results of my actions. So if you've been in my world for a while, you know that I am a goal setter. I love setting goals. I believe that our desires are truly the map to our dharma. Our desires are meant for us. And there's a reason why we want what we want. And I think most of us as adults don't give ourselves permission to truly want what we want. We have a lot of conditioning from culture in terms of what we should want. And society has painted this picture of what success looks like. We have to look a certain way. We have to live a certain way. We have to spend our time in a certain way. We have to work in a certain way. We have to work, you know, a 40 hour work week and we need to slowly climb the the ladder of success and we need to have a house and a family and a nice car and beautiful clothes and take vacations, you know, several times a year to exotic destinations. And it's these are the messages that we have constantly been exposed to and have been hypnotized into believing that that is what the ideal, perfect, successful life is. And I think we stop asking ourselves the question, what do I really want? Because we have just been fed these messages uh, and we just take on those beliefs in terms of what we think we need to go after. So I highly encourage all of us on a regular basis to take time to check in and ask the question, what do I want? And to trust that whatever the answer is, is where you're meant to go next. And that is the direction that you're meant to grow in. So when I ask myself the question, what is the one thing that would change anything, everything, It was really all about noticing that, you know, I have desires, I'm clear about what I want and what I'm moving towards. And then I make a plan, I take action, I follow my plan. And then if I don't achieve that result in the time that I set aside to achieve it, then I go into an emotional tailspin. And I often feel like my emotions are kind of like thrown around by 
what happens and what doesn't happen. Even though I know that circumstances are not responsible for my emotions, it's my thoughts, my thoughts about what happens is why I feel good or bad or successful or like a failure or if I feel confident or experience self-doubt. I know that cognitively, intellectually, however, I'm still human and I still get, you know, I still react to what happens emotionally. And so I was thinking that it would be so amazing if I could truly focus on the actions themselves and taking action from a place of love and from a place of positive intention of doing the action for the sake of the action themselves, for the experience of it, for the growth of it, and be less attached to what happens, the result of that. And so that I would not feel like I am on this constant roller coaster of emotions, especially when the stakes are high, when I'm really going after a big goal and I'm invested in it and you know the desire is strong for that change and for the results, I can still have that strong desire because that desire is the starting point of all achievement. That is a quote from Napoleon Hill. And so desire is what propels us into action. It's what creates that motivation for us to move towards something and to get started. So how can I hold the paradox of deeply wanting something and surrendering and letting go of having it, of achieving it, and just trusting that it's just the focus that is the important thing. It's just the direction that I'm going in that is the purpose of the goal. It's, yes, it would be nice to achieve it. However, it's not about the achievement. It's about moving towards it. It's about the action itself. And focus on doing the action with as much intentionality and as much skill and as much love as I can possibly muster. And that would truly change everything. I mean, just think for a moment, when I, as I think about this more and more, and as I've been reflecting on what this project actually means in a very tangible way, because sometimes, you know, these, these concepts like letting go and surrender and attachment, they can feel a little bit elusive. Like, what does that actually mean in my day-to-day life? And I was thinking, if I didn't worry so much about what happens, how would that change the actions I take? Would I be a little bit more bold and courageous? Would I give myself permission to go after even bigger goals? Would I show up a little bit more truthfully, honestly, authentically? Would I be able to truly be myself on a whole other level and become more in tune with what I really want again, on an even deeper level. So the point of the project is an experiment. It's about answering a set of questions based on to give clarity on what you want and why it's important and what you hope you will you know, get from it in terms of the growth and the change that you're looking for. And then to design a set of daily actions, a set of daily 
intentions, things that you are focusing on. It's about creating focus for 80 days and then committing to that journey and really seeing what happens. And throughout the process, reflecting and evaluating and learning and finding out what works, what doesn't work and tweaking along the way. So the daily actions that I'm committing to, there are six. So number one is to get in a high vibration daily through meditation and visualization. So I mentioned that the project is all around love and dharma. So love is number one, an emotion that just feels so good. It's a high vibration, but it's also so good for us. So a few years ago, I read the book Love 2.0, which is a great book. I highly recommend it. And it's all about love beyond the way we often think about love in terms of romantic love. It's about actually cultivating love between any, you know, yourself and anyone else, a stranger, the cashier, someone you pass by on the street, and creating these moments of positive resonance. And in the book, she goes into the science around love and what it does to us on a physical level, on an energetic level. And so I was thinking, you know, if I really focus on taking action from love, number one, it'll just feel good. And that's really what the pleasure project is all about. It's, it's finding more pleasure in our day-to-day lives. But also, I know that it would just be good, not only for me health-wise, mentally, emotionally, physically, but also how can, you know, it can only come from love. That means that, you know, as I'm being authentic and as I'm being honest and aligned to what I want and who I am and my deepest desires, then for me, that becomes just a filter that I can trust. If I'm taking action from love, then I can feel good about it. So I can It's, for me, in a sense, easier to let go of the outcome when I use love as the fuel for taking that action. So I have a daily practice where I'm tapping into that emotion, to the emotion of love. And that's what I'm committing to every day for the next 80 days. The second action is not only will I take time for a meditation, a specific practice to tap into those emotions and to bring that energy and vibration into my body. But before I take action throughout the day, let's say before I get on a coaching call or before I sit down to record a podcast or write an email or design a workshop, I will take a moment and bring in that emotion of love and then take action from there. And there's a quote from the Bhagavad Gita, which is the, one of the texts that's deeply influencing this project. And if you're not familiar with the Bhagavad Gita, it is, it's really considered to be like the Bible of Hinduism. And it's said to also be the, the most important, most influential, most famous text on Dharma, purpose, and self-realization. And there are so many gems in that book. I'll be reading that book throughout this process and and really embodying different teachings of that book. And one quote is, the meaning of karma is in the intention. So karma, the word karma is not 
often how we think about it. It's not about, oh, you know, karma's out to get you. If you do something, it's, you know, the same thing's going to happen to you. It's karma, the word itself means action. So the coming back to that quote, the meaning of karma is in the intention. The intention behind the action is what matters. Those who are motivated only by the desire for the fruits of action are miserable, for they are constantly anxious about the results of what they do, which in so many ways is what I have been experienced. If I, you know, being so attached to the results, to the outcome, to the fruits of the action, it create so much misery and anxiety and worry and self-doubt because we don't have control over the results of our action most of the time. We only have control over the action itself. So trying to control the uncontrollable is what creates so much of our suffering as humans. So if I focus on love, which is, you know, the the intention behind the action, then that is the most important thing. And that is what matters most. So that is the daily actions number two, which is taking a moment to set the intention of love before I take action. So every action, every meaningful action comes from love. And a question I can ask myself throughout the day When I'm just not sure of which action to take or what decision to make, I am going to ask myself, what would love do? So the third daily action is a daily journal question. What does my dharma need from me today? So when I think about my purpose in my life at this phase of my life, which is really all around helping other people become the healthiest, happiest versions of themselves, helping them fall madly in love with themselves and their lives. I can really ask my dharma, my purpose, what what do I need to do? What does it look like for me to show up in service of my dharma today? And then just see what arises. And this is a way that I'm going to connect with my own intuition and connect with my desires and get into the emotion of living from those desires and then see what ideas I have, what action steps I am inspired to take. The fourth action is all about expanding and deepening connection. So connections with number one, myself, connections with my loved ones, connection with my clients, both old and new and creating new connections, expanding my connections. And I'm going to really focus on at least one one of those per day. The fifth action is really all around protecting my own time and my own creating some boundaries, which has been something that I haven't had really good boundaries around, which boundaries around my work, my time for work. Now, I don't consider myself someone that overworks. I I don't think I work more than like 35 hours a week. However, I work at all different times of the week. So I will often work seven days a week, and that might only look like an hour on a Sunday 
or a few hours on a Saturday. Most of my work is during, you know, Monday through Friday during work hours, but I often will have, you know, I'll take calls at night um, and on the weekends and I kind of really take it, you know, I'll work at any time of the, the day and night if I, if I want to. And so for me, it's just creating a little bit more boundaries around when I work. So I will commit to taking one day off of work per week, which for me is really, really scary, really challenging. And that's just because I haven't really done that since I started my business 10 years ago. I've, I've really been willing to work every day. And not to say that there are weeks that I do take days off. I absolutely do and I go on vacation and I, I won't work for a week or two, but it's, I haven't been really, you know, I haven't really stuck to that as a kind of rule for myself or as a boundary that I'm setting. So that is one thing that I'm doing and I'm really going to try to consolidate my working into specific hours so that I can truly take time to recharge and recover, which is so, so, so important. And I know that honoring that boundary will actually allow me to show up for my work, for my dharma, for my purpose at a higher level. I know that that time, that off time is going to actually help me be more creative, think at a deeper level, focus more, and and probably be more productive than I am now. So the final action, the sixth action, is I have a plan that I've created based on what I want to focus on in these next few months of the year. And I have really mapped it out in terms of every single week, I've got certain action steps to take to achieve certain outcomes that I do want to accomplish. And it's really about following the plan, but following the plan in a way that feels spacious, easeful, relaxed, meaning I'm going to give myself lots of time to take breaks in my workday. I know I want to just take time to move my body throughout the day. I want to get up from my desk and maybe foam roll a little bit or do some stretches, drink more water and get more steps in. I started wearing a, um, like a, and what are the activity tracker watches? I, I borrowed my son's because he never uses it. So I'm really just being more mindful about how much I'm moving every day. And I want to move more because I do spend a lot of my day at my desk. So giving myself, you know, those that buffer time in between tasks, in between calls where I do just take care of myself. And that's really me practicing my own self-love. And really, you know, part of my work, my dharma, my purpose is being a product of the work I help others with. So walking my talk, being in integrity, being the role model, going first. And that's what these projects are all about. It's about me really figuring out, okay, where is my work? And then how can I really commit to this work and grow from it and learn from it and then use that to actually help my clients? Because I can so I can often so relate to my clients and their struggles and their problems. And if I have gone through the work myself, I know I can serve them at a higher level. So those are the actions that I'm committing to for the next 80 days, starting today. And 
I am excited. I'm excited to see what happens. I really believe that this will be a profound experience. I'll be reading the Bhagavad Gita and really taking those teachings to heart, embodying them, seeing how I can apply these ancient teachings that are thousands of years old to modern life, to life as an entrepreneur and a mom, as a high achiever that wants to you know, do a lot with my lifetime and make a really big impact on the world. And then how can I really do that from the highest place and from a place that honors myself and my purpose and my loved ones and learn and grow so much from it so that I can have even better ways of helping you in the future. So I hope you join me for this ride. I will be part of my accountability and that's a big part of the project for everyone in the program is some sort of public sharing. So I will be creating a podcast every single week specifically related to my project and teaching you what I'm learning and what I'm and sharing my journey, sharing the struggles, sharing my thoughts, the tools that I'm using to help me implement everything that I am learning. So get ready. It's going to be fun. And if you want to create your own transformation, you can reach out to me and book a free 45-minute strategy session where we will talk about your goals, your struggles, your challenges. And if it feels like a fit, we can talk about options to work together. And then also, if you want to do this in a group, join the waitlist for the Pleasure Project program. We are launching the early enrollment in October. October 13 through 15 is early enrollment, which comes with a whole lot of amazing bonuses and early access to content so that you can get started right away. And then the actual start is in January. So stay tuned and I will talk to you soon.